Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! of the High Ups Podcast. What a high it was, Jack Fritz. Friday night, maybe the, the moment of the season to date. The Christian Pache, like a man, home run. And, uh, you know, the 13-game winning streak, really an amazing accomplishment. You know, one time, uh, 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 other time in the history of the franchise in 76. So, um, you know, it was a really thrilling night on Friday night. The most fun night of Phillies baseball, regular season baseball that I remember in a little while outside of like actually clinching a playoff spot. So um, it was awesome. And then kind of, you know, petered out the last two. I'm not, you know, look, it, it was a great run on the road. They are in really fine shape entering the second half of the season. Annoying way to end the first half, especially against the team you're trailing. But, um, you know, uh, uh, Amazing night, Friday night, and I'm I'm hanging on to that. How you doing, pal? Me too. Uh, and the draft and the draft tonight, like the most important, you know, thing. Anyway, right. Uh, it was vintage. I'll say that it was a a it was a, a nice. I think the the nicest part about this weekend, which I feel like is a a good way to put it, is that they're still the fills. You know, like they're nice. just went nice. Just when you think uh, you can you can sit back and and they're just gonna go play good baseball. They're like, hey, 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 we're still here. We're Hold still up. here. Yep, yep. So, um, grand scheme of things, not that big of a deal. Uh, yesterday was annoying. We'll get into Ranger. Uh, and today was the most, it was the most day before the All-Star break kind of uh, effort I think I've, I've seen in a mm-hmm. while. Because last year, last year they went down to Miami and took two or three. And they, they're, and I, and, I'm glad wait, they won. Wait, wait, so the Chicago series was on the other side of the break, right? They came out and lost. They three came stages. out of the. They came out of the yeah, break and got swept. Totally. Yes. 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 They came out of the break and got swept. Sorry, so yes. Yes. So, uh, but I like. I'm happy they won Friday. I also think it was probably the worst thing that could have happened to them because they were uh, just that's like. That's why they lost the next two, without a doubt. Without a doubt, like it was such a high that they just kind of couldn't get back there. Yeah. So. Um, it happened. It stinks. Uh, it, it is, uh, it, again, it, they lost two or three to the Marlins, who are a good team. They just swept the Rays. They've been on an unbelievable run. Just like, 
Deep breaths. I think that might be the title of the podcast. Deep breaths. Love it. Um, it's just like it's it's it happened. They're not gonna like to go in and take two or three from the Marlins would have been an upset. And they went down there one. They won Friday night. They didn't get swept. I don't know. It's just like I, I can't do the whole. Oh, they lose a game. Here we go. Everything's falling apart again. Kind of thing. Like they they've earned our trust from that standpoint. And um, there are some good things to take away from this weekend. Some 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 vintage things to take away from this weekend, um, but overall, the drafts tonight not letting the Phils ruin ruin. Oh, how could they, buddy? You're absolutely right. Uh, look, I'm 100 with you. Deep breaths. We just had. We never. This might be the quickest into a podcast that we've just acknowledged and agreed what the title of the podcast is. Because absolutely, man. Look, they're seven games above 500. They've played great baseball since June 1st. They had their best win of the season in a really emotional moment to, to tie a team record. And, and then they had a letdown game and then another, like it happens, especially with the all-star break right on the other side of it, how they come out of the break. And those first couple of weeks, we're going to get a you know, I, I think they're going to be fine. And that's going to be where, you know, we're going to be able to, to feel fine again, or at least the people who don't, but, Look, it was also a really, it was a kind of a long road trip when you just take out that one random home series too, you know, like they're on the road, come home for a weird three game series against the nationals where they look completely flat the entire thing, except for the, you know, two of the three and then the 19 to four, obviously sandwich. But then, you know, like then they're back on the road to Florida for a tough, tough, tough six games. You know, if honestly, if we went into the Florida stretch saying, no matter how you shake it, you, you would take four of six in a second. You'd be ecstatic about four of six on that specific Florida trip against these teams, the way they had been playing. So um, yeah, deep rest, man. Uh, it's it, it like very frustrating to see them not show up after what felt like, all right, we're about to win 15 straight road games and in the all-star break. Let's go. But uh, yeah, I'm right there with you, man. I, I can't, I can't get too worked up. They played great baseball going into the break. Right. And, and and I think Friday is still one of those moments where it's like we, we look back on that at the end of the year and we say, uh, 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 like, I had so many thoughts of the, the Phillies video yearbook, obviously. Like, oh, it, was, it, it was it was set up perfectly for it, just set up perfectly for it. So, um, yeah, like the Friday night was just was was one of those moments. And I think that in the grand scheme of things, when we look back at the end of the year, like. I just don't think that series is, is ultimately going to change that much. I think like they, they face Jesus Lazardo, who was just like was yeah. stupid today. Um, Braxton Garrett, they actually did a pretty good job against early yesterday, but he's been really, really good this year. I mean, the Marlins are like, it's, it sucks. It's annoying. I hate like, I hate Garrett Cooper with uh, uh, every fiber of my being. He's, I, 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 can I just permission to call my shot here? Sure. Okay. So you know how like for years, in the middle 2000s, the Phillies just brought in a bunch of ex-Marlins that, that we didn't oh, yeah. like. Like, yes, absolutely. For Conine, sure. West Helms. Was Conine was the very first one that popped in my head. But yes, West it, Helms, they hate that guy, as we've covered. Yes. Yes. Gary Cooper's going to be a Phil at some point. I could like, very much see that. He's, he's raking right now for them, of course. He'll come here and stink, but he's raking for them. They, look, they, they've been great. They've been a really good baseball team. Like, in, in the grand scheme of things, there's no shame to losing two of three in their ballpark. I mean, be happy they didn't lose three. They were the very easily. They were, could have. Yeah, they were a Christian Pache, not just a bat, but a Christian Pache ball that 
feels like it might have carried more than any ball I've ever like that felt like it was Colorado or something. It felt like it was like, oh, that's like a, a lazy fly out. And all of a sudden it's like going and guy keeps running and he's looking up and I'm like, what? I'm like, is this actually going to is this going to be a home run? Like it was so, so unlikely from every moment about it. So unlikely. So, you know, well, like, and, uh, yeah, and a people- thrilling win. People are ripping Murph. People are ripping Murph. They're like, how could you call that as a pop-up? I oh, thought it was God. a pop-up. Every, uh, we all did. Are you kidding me? Like, there is not a single person watching that who thought that was home run. Not one. Not one. No way. Thought it was a pop-up. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I, I just, um, I, I don't know. It's annoying having to give credit to another team, and it feels excuse-making-ish. But this is like one of, like, I, believe me no one's better at, at, at having like a meltdown about the current state of the fills mm-hmm. like i i can get there from zero to 60 mm-hmm. real quick um this i just not it's not the time for me it's just it's just not the time you know like i just the, the marlins are good i hate having to give them credit but they're good and like they they the smartest thing i think the marlins did is they went after a bunch of contact hitters and like a bunch of uh like they i think they lead major league baseball on opposite field hits um and it just makes like that with that ballpark, given that it's hard to hit home runs there, it, it makes sense. Like they're they're a pesky, tough, annoying team. And the thing that I and and I'll be curious what you thought about this, dude. I, I how in the world is their bullpen ERA twentieth in baseball? Oh, it felt like yeah. I, I, Everyone like, they have come out there is like ninety six with like six sink and a, and a totally, wipeout slider. Totally. Totally. I, they felt like unhittable. Those yeah. guys. I'm right there with you. And, and you're right about the lineup. Like it's line that just goes out there and puts a bat on the ball and gets themselves in advantageous situations and is able to take advantage of other teams mistakes when they make them. And that's what happens when you're able to do it. And look, Arias coming in and like a least shocking thing of, uh, of the entire series is Arias coming in in that spot and getting the big hit pinch hit. Like it's like, of course, of course that was going to happen, you know? So it's they're pesky and they're annoying. And they, that's the thing is that for a while, the Marlins have been pesky and annoying just for the Phillies, like yeah. just for us. Now they're just, they're good. Like they're a good baseball team with a, with a, a lot of young talent and they believe in themselves and they play smart baseball. I mean, look, there were certainly some Phillies moments that you know, were incredibly frustrating to see like Schwarber not running that ball out all the way. And, and I think he was safe, but like, whatever, he didn't deserve to be safe. He stopped running. You know, there are so many little things. I mean, Harper, like, and, and we'll get them getting hit and, and that old thing, but I mean, him trying to take third there. Like that was just dumb. Like how many times this guy and we, we love aggressive base running on this pod, like Bryson Stott. Love you, dude. Love what you're doing. Keep doing all you're doing. Like we love it. Like, this guy goes from aggressive to stupid all the freaking time. It's like, and you know, it's cause he gets hit and he's frustrated and he wants to do something. It's like, dude, like stop it. That was a big spot in the game. You know, maybe don't lose that game. Like, so there's so much that, that you can point to over the last two games that were incredibly frustrating because it felt like a team that, you know, kind of after winning the 13 straight after the past day, Homer kind of just, reverted back for a couple days but that's mm-hmm. baseball and, and it well, sucks but they're going to the all-star break like jack said too it's not like they're going into the playoffs and have to win these games as much as we want them to feel that yeah and i got a quick theory i got a quick thought on bryce uh with the, with the base running thing yes. i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure he's jealous of ellie de la cruz i like i think he's just oh i like that he's, he's like uh, oh this guy is so cool yeah, 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 like I'm gonna be a cool guy. Um, uh, I mean, I, I mean, Ellie is just Ellie is. is unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah, I just I think I, I 
the the Bryce <laughs> the Bryce base running thing, it it's just it's, like it's wild, man. It's, it's no, wild. there's there's mostly no need for it, and it, almost like, always. And he's like he 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 safe sometimes, but he gets thrown out all the freaking time, man. It's wild. He does. I don't ever remember a Philly in my lifetime being thrown out on the base pass more, like in my life ever. Uh, Victorino, I felt like got thrown out a lot. Sure, that's a decent one, but like, I, I just the frequency with which Hartburn gets thrown out on the it's out of control. Astounding, it, it's out of control. Um, I mean, again, sometimes he'll he'll steal you a run every once. It's just sure. It's sometimes th- th- this team is th- no team in baseball. I think like, it's it's funny. I, I even when they win series, I'm like, they win series. I still don't see the opposing team like really doing like when the opposing team does dumb stuff to the Phillies. It's like it stands out. I feel like totally. Meanwhile, like the series, the Mets yeah. series was like, look at the Mets. Ha ha. Yeah. Totally. Meanwhile, when the Phillies do it and they, it's like they win series despite it, where it's just like, how do you why are you like? That's not smart at all. But whatever they just they, they keep winning and good vibes baby that's that's what the fills are they not fundamental baseball and good vibes that's philly's baseball yeah and, and, right. and they have a 185 hitter hitting leadoff yeah who's like the vibes captain him yeah. and Stubbsy is the vibes captains yeah. it's a great point though that that really i mean again and then the defense you know uh, Trey Turner. Who needs like, it? Guy, Trey Turner, like, seems like he forgets to play shortstop every few games. Bohm Bo- Bo- at first today so, was. Bohm finally, you know, he's, I was praising him. Like, he's like a vacuum now, of course, you know. And then, you know, obviously, Schwarber just a, a train wreck. It was, you know, the, obviously, you don't want to see Harper out of the lineup, but it was nice not to see Schwarber in the field today. All right, let's get to some of the, the moments from thing. Let's start with the Harper thing because. You know, I think that certainly in the moments it felt like the potentially the biggest news of this series and all that, um, you know, right on the surgical group paired elbow. It's like terrific. And I saw a lot of people being like, well, why is he just wear padding? And, you know, I, I kind of agree, but it's also like if, if he feels uncomfortable hitting with it, like he's already not hitting the way he wants. He keeps taking the batting gloves off and on and all that. He's clearly not comfortable. But um, it looks like he's going to be OK. X-rays negative, all that stuff. Um, so I look take, forward to him missing at least one yeah, month, yeah, month, two yeah, months, three weeks at least. What what were your take me through you in the moment and just your general thoughts about the whole Harper thing there? Uh my thought in the moment, I don't know. I yeah. I, my, thought, my thought in the moment was was more more like never mind. It's fine. Um. So like the price thing is definitely. I mean, he gets hit there. It feels like all the time like all the time mm-hmm. um i i just i i guess i didn't have the panic that i felt like after he got hit last year i didn't either i didn't either i thought it was i thought it was more like he's going to miss tomorrow he's going to like and and but the, getting the he off-star break he plays stuff up we know like he can we have definitely seen him like massaging things or like I mean, wincing he did, he did, and all he did that. try to steal third immediately yeah after, exactly so. and it's like he stayed in the game and then obviously came out it's like uh-oh i'm with you dude like the one in san diego you knew like he yes, was 100%. like like you could tell that he knew that he's was absolutely screwed for at least a period of time with that one like this one i agree with you it didn't feel that way it felt like he was like more in shock and nerves and nervous well and i don't and and by the way like don't blame him there either he's got a major surgery there he's gotten hit 
what the bro i don't blame anyone who gets hit by a 90 plus mile per hour pitch you keep i would be in that like in the fetal position for an hour in tears if i get hit with one of those pitches but that is the third straight year it's happened genesis cabrera yeah, uh blake right. snell face and, yeah yeah and and now this so uh That's yeah a great point i didn't think about that jack he is at he has a significant every year getting, yeah you're right it's every year now this one doesn't feel as bad as those but um still no and then stock got hit today yeah, and, and no one threw it to Marlin, did they? It's like enough. Like, what are we doing here? I tweeted about. It. I'm like, enough with our best hit players getting hit, like on the arm. You know, it's like enough. But do something. Oh, did we have a little old school seltzer? Yeah. Well, wow. Especially with a lifeless team today, a team that didn't seem at any point to really get anything going outside of like the Amundo Homer, and then like a little bit here and there. It's like, like show some life, like. Nola never would. Like I just, I had no thought that Nola would. But like Soto coming in, I thought maybe Soto wouldn't, you know, take a shot or something, but I don't know. Whatever. No. Didn't happen, but no. that's not the game I feel anymore. Like Kimbrel's so. the Kimbrel Kimbrel and Kimbrel would have done it for sure. Yeah, Kimbrel and Alvarado. I feel like are the only two dudes on this team who I feel. Oh, and I, Strom. I'm surprised Strom didn't. Like I could have seen Strom doing it, but I guess he didn't. So Kimbrel and Alvarado, the only two I have faith in to do that in that moment. Well, the pro the problem with Kimbrel would have been that he would have had a, a pitch clock violation, <laughs> so like, he would he would have gotten it off just just late, just late. Um, oh, he is. Sorry. He is the the. It's one of my favorite bits with the current Phillies team. Oh, yeah. Is is him and just the pitch giving clock. up strikes? Yeah, like, he can't. He just, can't figure yeah. it out. He's yeah. got to. He's got to do whatever. Whatever. He's, he's got to do, do the arm thing. Yeah, yeah, he can't help it. How about Schwarber forget ending an inning with a pitch clock violation? It's like guys, come on. So, I know this is going to sound a little let off the hooky. I just don't yeah. blame him for not running it to yesterday, like. The I didn't eat it. I didn't eat it as much as everyone else did, but like he definitely did not run. <laughs> I, I I agree, he didn't run. I'm just saying that when a pitcher has it in his glove and you're just barely out of the box, I you're agree. not. Every, it's human nature. It's human nature. Like you're obviously frustrated in the moment. Like yeah. just it's just it's just Schwarber is the new like everyone's just got every little thing he does. Yeah, yeah. Every little thing he does, everyone's got to rip him for everything. And like, dude, I, I like, and it's and I think with Schwarber, like I'm. I just, I guess, I just can separate my frustration with him from like wanting him benched, and and he's a bad player, and um, I know that's like not allowed, you know. Um, but I, I just think I, I, I need him to go on a hot streak here, though, to Big calm time. it all down. Because Big like, time. And, and hopefully, this All Star break comes at the right time. Because I just think I think he's banged up with something. I and, think and they I think all it's, need the All Star break. I think it's a perfect time. They, with all the road games. I mean, they played. They have the most uh, home games of any team in baseball in the second half. Like they play way more road games than anyone else. So you know, if you're looking for optimism, I'll give you a little bit there. What am I gonna do without the fills until Friday? Like, oh, I know, dude. You're gonna go crazy. Well, I'll tell you one thing you're gonna do. You're gonna hang out with our with our people oh, at right, Timeout yeah, Sports yeah. Bar in, in Huntington Valley, coming out with us, all courtesy of Miller Light. We're all gonna watch the All-Star game together. Like you'll, you know, you can make fun of me for how tired I'm gonna be. Jack has the week off, so he's gonna be in peak, happy, chilling Jack mode. So it's gonna be great. We're going to all hang out. It's courtesy of Miller Lite. It's going to be so much fun. Um, so coming out with us, it's going to be the All-Star Game watch party. We'll go watch the game. Um, you know, you maybe see uh little Nick Castellanos action. Craig Kimbrell, maybe he'll save it out. Who knows? 
Um, the pitch clock for the All Star game, I assume. I hadn't thought about that, but I would assume they use that, right? Yeah, I would have to. I do. Yeah. So, um, so that'll be fun. The history being made it there again. That'll be thrilling. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I so think uh, it's gonna be awesome. What, what what would be the funniest thing Rob Thompson could do as the manager? I mean, oh, Rob's the manager. I forgot about that. that's even better. It's great. Well, and the whole, the I guess, all coaching staff's going. Yeah, the funniest thing he could do is the manager. Well, it's probably bad uh, if they could find a two hundred hitter to bat lead off. I think that oh, would be that would be such a good bit. Oh my god, good bit. I'm guessing yeah. there aren't too many two hundred hitting all stars at the uh, at the all star game. Um, though I guess Schwarber was one last year. Um, yeah, it's a great question. What's the funniest thing? You can well, do? I guess if if the if if Jay Long's like, there, take all the Braves out after the first inning, like they're like oh. eight, there's like six starting or whatever. Just take them all out after the first inning. See, that I'd appreciate be, that. That would be hilarious. Yeah, all of Philadelphia would would be very grateful for that. You know, act of hilarity from Rob Thompson. Yeah. I think that's yeah. There. I'm looking so forward like to a it. million Braves in the game. Oh, get out. I'm looking forward to the to, to topper at the uh, at the All Star game. He's, no, he's going to be cool. He's going to do what Rob Thompson does, and that's put on a show. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it's also look for him. That's probably a really neat thing. I mean, there's a, a baseball lifer who is you know as as lifer as it gets with all the levels and all the stuff to 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 be the manager of the All Star game. Like, you know, we might not care about the All Star game like we used to, but I'm sure for Rob Thompson, that's a pretty cool thing. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, but you know what I don't get? You know what I don't get is... Like the MLB All Star Game is far and away the best off. Like it, oh by far. It, like they are still trying, and there is still it is still mano a mano with pitcher yeah, or hitter, and like pitchers throwing their best stuff and hitters trying their best against the best pitchers. I agree, dude. Like it's just, I, it's just lost its luster. Like, I like back God, when you when old I, people are just well, when the I worst, was young. Dude. Like for starters, like the American League and National League didn't play each other, so the All Star Game was like, wow, I get to see you know. This guy against this guy. That's so cool. I never face each other. Like, wow. You know, that kind of stuff. It was, it was neat. Like from that perspective, like, wow, Roger Clemens against Barry Bonds. Whoa, that's, that's awesome. You know, that kind of stuff. But then even after that, you know, I did just, I think cause everyone gets to see all these guys all the time and we didn't used to see all the players. You never like the ticket, you know, the, the package and all that, whatever. It it is what it is. It's definitely the best All Star game by far, and it is it's still fun to watch. But yeah, it's just, it's yeah, I, don't know. I, I I think the MLB All Star game is is pretty good theater if you're a baseball fan. Yeah, like, I see, agree. I agree. I'm just saying it's not what it used to be. That's plus, I mean, who could forget when Nola struck out Mookie? I mean, that's oh, like oh maybe his maybe his pinnacle moment as a player. <laughs> You know? Well, he didn't. He didn't miss many bats today. I mean, holy cow! <laughs> yeah. I've no, never, I've never seen, I've never seen the Marlins look so. I was, 
fearful of some of the Marlins oh, hitters. Oh my god! Right? I mean, the 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 home run to make it five nothing was such a tank shot. Was yeah. it that one? Yeah, like it was just yeah. such a tank shot. Even four the one to make it four, four nothing. nothing was just like a freaking like like it looked like Stanton was back in Miami hitting home runs. All right, let's get to it because that you know obviously from today and and again coming out with this timeout uh, on on Tuesday night it's gonna be awesome. All right, um, yeah, dude, I mean the most Aaron Nola thing of all time has his best start. We said since, you know, either uh, the, the Houston game last year or since Boston in 2018, you know, one of the best starts in forever. And then, you know, he comes out today and it's just like, just didn't have it. He just, they, they were slapping it around the field off. Yeah. And you know, he's had a home run problem this year. I mean, it's been, it's probably been the biggest problem with, uh, with him. He leads major league baseball. I didn't re- I knew he was up there, but I guess today he, he took the league. Congrats, God. buddy. Always you know, have to be the best. Like close, like thir- high thirties. That's a wow. lot of home runs, man. It's a, it's a, it's a crap ton of home it's runs. An insane amount of home runs. Like if you, you give up more home runs than starts you make, really? Like that's not great, dude. Seems like a problem. Yeah. I, I just, I have no idea. Like I swear to you, James. Like I just have no idea what to say about Aaron Nola anymore. Yeah, like I really I don't because I like, and, and it's the funniest thing ever because he just had two great starts in a row or uh, right. Yeah. He went Braves. He was really good against the Braves and then yeah, he yeah, shut yeah. down the race. And, and, and he, he has to be, he has to be the biggest conundrum of any Philly athlete I've ever like seen no because, doubt. because he has value. Like Aaron Nola has value. He takes the ball every fifth day. He pitches into the sixth inning every single start. He strikes he out a top guy. five and Cy Young twice, like top five and Cy Young. Like that's like no joke. And then he just and does like a game like that today. And it's like, there it is. Like, like that's, that's Aranola. Like he just, I, I, I just, I, I, I keep waiting for that month where he just gets on a roll and, and wins like five starts. Um, but at this point, it, it continues to be more wishful thinking. Like he's going to have his good starts. He's had a couple of them in his last, um, you know, last four or whatever. But then he's going to do that, and it's just going to it's just going to throw the whole kind of conversation off. I mean, he's, again, third in the Cy Young last year. He was, I mean, eighteen was the best pitching season we've had around here in a while. Um, and, until and, Wheeler, until Wheeler in twenty one or whatever. Yeah, I, I still, I think I liked Nola it. Might have been better. No, it might have been better. But Wheeler was pretty great in twenty. He was, he was. Yeah. I just thought eighteen, eighteen all was on another might have been for me. Might have been, might have been. Um, but I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I'm almost the the good part, I guess, is that he's lowering his value every. <laughs> with every I, one that's of what, these. what I was gonna say. Like the contract push is just. It's tough this, look, buddy. By the way, I mean, usually in contract years, it's a different result, and then yes, this is the exact opposite. This is yeah. actually this is actually the most Phillies outcome. Frankly, I totally agree with you. I totally couldn't agree more with you. Like this yeah. is so on brand, dude. It's so on brand. Well, like, and the honestly, and the and the and the key part about the Nola contract now is is obviously the Painter thing because now that what we have no idea what we're getting out of Painter. Yeah. So the so Nola contract it was good news after, but like I thought it was a lock for Tommy John, but he still might need Tommy John. Like this is not like he's young. Like who knows what they decide to do? They and can't the let point, they can't let Nola go. Well, the other point with Nola too is that like ideally the best thing for Nola I think is like what they did with Wheeler last year 
I just think, you know, the amount of innings he's put on his arm the last few years, particularly pitching deep into, you know, it, not deep into, into November last year, that I think that, you know, he would benefit from like a month off. But when this guy is pitching for a contract, like you can't tell him, like, take a month off. You know what I mean? Like that, it's a, it's a tough situation there. So I, I think that honestly, the smartest thing for the team would be to try and find him at least a few weeks off to give that arm a rest, to get it more important for, you know, a, a run. But, you know, cause if he doesn't, I don't know if, we're, if we're, I think we'll still see flashes, but it just feels like he's going to be inconsistent this year. Like Cole, like, and he's been better than Cole in 09 overall, but like, it still feels like that kind of year. We talked about it early in the season. We're like, we just hope it isn't a Cole in 09 year. And it feels like it's more veering that way than a, than a Nola year, you know? Yeah. But, it, but even no, I mean, we don't even have to use Nola. We can use Aaron Nola. Or we don't have to use Hamels. We can use Nola. I mean, he did this in 2021. Yeah. I mean, 2021, he had an ERA over four as well. Um, sure, sure. Yeah. And I don't that even know. Because he pitched deep in. But it also could just be as year. It wasn't. It was weird in 2020. You know, different like year and different whatever. Who knows? Well, I mean, 2021 wasn't as bad as 2020. But um, I don't know. He's just I. he's so hit or miss right now. When he's on, he's off. I mean, the race start. Again, we talked about it. It was, it was one of his best starts of his career, in my yep. opinion. And, and then to follow that up and like, and what, what stinks is that he's not riding any of that momentum into the, into the uh, all-star break. Like he's not saying like, all right, there's two good starts. Like now I can get rolling. It was again, another step back today. And it, I just, I, I think it's at this point, we just have to not plan on getting the last year, Aaron Nola or the very, very good Aaron Nola that we've seen for most of his career. And like, we, we can't bank on it. I mean, that's not something we can bank on anymore because he's just, he's way too hit or miss. And um, I, I, it's, it's frustrating. They can't, again, it's much like the Schwarber thing. Unless you, I mean, maybe people want to play Pache every day. Um, but in, until Harper can play first base, he's staying out there. And there's nothing they're going to do about Aaron Ola. Like they can go out and trade for a starter, I guess. Um, but he's going to be taking down the ball every fifth day. And, and you just have to, hope that he turns it around um but man it's just another step back today yeah i agree with you um i'm i'm definitely concerned about that i still think they need to add a bat more than a, an arm at the deadline but it does make you think about it like you said i mean you know if you can't and look Noel's gonna get the ball but if you can't trust him he's gonna be the two you know I, you have to hope that ranger and taiwan continue to look as good as they have obviously uh, we're gonna get to ranger that's how he's gonna get there but <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't think you feel great going into the playoffs with that rotation when you're going up against, you know, potentially like, you know, whether it's like Blake Snell and Musgrove, if they can turn around or, um, you know, whoever, like the whoever the Brewers are going to throw up against you or whoever, you know, and I know Burns hasn't been great this year, but, you know, there, you know, you need you need those those horses to be able to go in those spots. Um, all right. Ranger seemed concerned after yesterday's start or two days ago. Yeah, it just looks flat. Yes, like all this, yeah. all this is yesterday. All this stuff just looks flat. Um, and it's not that he's missing. I mean, th this is how he looked when he came back um, from from the injury and was having the warm up starts before he went on the run. Where it's just like no command to either side of the plate. Uh, curveball looks lackluster. And yesterday, yesterday there was like five at bats in a row where I felt like they had the hitter set up for a changeup, and he didn't throw it at all. Um, so I, 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 I worry 
I worry that he's in a, in a bit of that period where he has, he doesn't have a good feel for the change and it's just throwing everything out of whack because when he has that pitch, I think he's really, really good. Um, and hitters are also doing the smart thing, which is they're making sure that he gets into the strike zone. Um, so they're not chasing out They're They're, they're making sure that he is on the strike zone. And even when, even when, Ranger tries to expand a little bit. They're not chasing at all because they're they're just going to wait for him to throw them a strike. And then when he throws them a strike, they're not missing it. They're not missing it. So um, it's I, I think that, again, you talk about someone that needs the the um, the, the all star break. He yeah. needs it. I'm telling you, he 100 percent needs it because I think that he came back from the injury. He had a good run. And then now there's a bit of that fatigue, um, which we see all the time. I mean, that's very common. You know? Yeah. So uh, overall, out of spring training, he just had those three starts with the spring training. You know? But also, there was like some 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 not Ranger kind of things we saw yesterday, like yeah. the, the, the the Wendell walks, ball up the middle. Yeah. The, the ball up the oh, middle. Oh, and then- oh, and the bunt. Oh my goodness, you're right. Yeah, like that. Was, I mean, especially the bunt, the Wendell ball up the middle, but the bunt. It's like, like he's he catches that every time, like every yeah. single time. It was yeah. his first fielding error in his career. I know. Like he's a throwing error. It was only a second error. Is his first actual fielding error in his life and his baseball yeah. player. It's crazy. It yeah. it so um, definitely not. I'm not like panic button e with, with, with him, but um, I really, really think he needs that. He needs a little bit of time off here to to um, get rolling back in the right direction because everything and maybe it's a mechanical adjustment they need to make in the bullpen. All his stuff looks like it flattened out, and I don't know that that seems like a, a mechanical kind of thing to me. Yeah, I'm not too worried. They've done a really good job with these situations all season long in terms of kind of correcting that stuff and all that. So, um, look, we'll see. And I and Ranger historically has had a a, a pretty rubber arm and ability. Yeah, to and Ranger team. also every year this happens to him, where mm-hmm. where there's like a four start stretch where he's just like eh, and then and then he kind of gets rolling again. So maybe we're just in that midsummer lull with with Ranger. Yeah. And again, like ultimately uh, someone we trust in big games, which is the most important thing when it's going to come to the staff ultimately. Um, all right. Um, anything else from the weekend before we get to take bag and draft stuff and all that? Um, well, Christian Pache. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's I like, mean, what a stud, obviously. Yeah. Just love the guy. And then doubles so, in the first bat the next night, almost looked like it was going to go out. That one actually, I thought off the bat felt more like a homer than, than the one on, uh, on Friday. Dude, he reminds me, and, and I brought this up when when he first uh, started playing. Well, he reminds me so much of BJ Upton, like same kind oh, of sure. inside out, yeah, inside out swing. Um, and great fielder, I mean BJ. I dude. mean, I actually, yeah, BJ was a great, great. I mean, BJ started as infielder, was able to move to the outfield as a great fielder, all that. Yeah, dude, Pache running down. Pache that is unbelievable. That that dude. That dude covers more ground than anyone. We like Marsh is great at covering ground. Like Pache is better. Pache different level. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's now, a different level. It's a different level. And he's got a um, great arm. Like Pache is just terrific. Have you did you see Gary Maddox? When no, I'm not that old. Okay. You know? Well, I, I never know. I've seen video and stuff, but you know, no, I'm not but, and, I, and I tweeted this. I think he's the best individual like defensive player I, I I've seen. I mean, like Freddie comes to mind, Victorino won a gold glove. Worth was, was really sm- good, obviously. Worth was a smart defender. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby Bray won a gold glove. Um, but like Aaron Rowand was was very good here. Yeah, but not Pache. No, uh, oh, no, no. I agree. I'm just I'm Freddie. I mean, Freddie. Obviously, Freddie Galvis was a wizard. Mm-hmm. Um, J Roll was great, but I've also felt like J Roll just made every single play 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and everything, every throw was perfect. Pedro Feliz was was just a vacuum. Terrific, at, yeah. At third base, Roland, obviously, we know, but like, but he like up there, man. He might Pache be. is a he is a difference maker in center field, like an absolute difference maker. And I I love, and I'm so so. There's there's two things that I'm I'm happy about. One that Rob Thompson came to the conclusion, and two that Brandon Marsh was okay with it because. We know how athletes are, and they're oh, territorial. That, that, yeah, he would let him have center and play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lets him have center, and and it's like yeah. that's big, and, and, and that's just that's important stuff, and that's teammate totally stuff, that's camaraderie stuff. And and another thing that I loved about Marsh is he was the first one on the field. Like he still dumped the the, the water on Pache after the walk off home run. Like that's a guy that theoretically could be coming to, to take his job. So. um it's going to be fascinating. Like, I think they still obviously still need to go trade for a, a bat, in my opinion. But if Harper can play first, like the the Pache Marsh center field, left field, at least defensively dynamic, I nothing's going to fall in. I mean, well, you're not mentioning the third gold glove outfielder. I mean, come on, Cassie yeah. Cannon. I mean, come on. Yep. Um, I just I, I love the kid, man. And, and, yeah. and you see you see his growth. Uh, and his confidence at the plate, like he was, he was, he, he like fouled a ball off, and he was like mad at himself. Yeah, and I think that's when you see like a confident hitter, and that's what I believe he's doing right now. Is like he just has a a ton of confidence, and again, seeing him play center field defense, and then having that home run, I I brought this up on the final out on Friday. Who was the last? failed ex prospect that the Phillies have turned into like uh, hitting wise that have, that they've turned into something. I mean, I mean we like go back worth. to Victorino. We go, go back to Victorino. Worth. Yeah, like it's been forever. And that's forever. been the thing that's been forever. so annoying about the last forever. They don't they, they have one too that they're turning to. I mean, they've had at least positive results on two. Like it's actually both those guys in terms 100%. of like, it's the same model, you know. Pashi ain't even like we've talked about. I mean, Pashi was a top 10 prospect in baseball, and yes, it was because of the defense first and foremost, but like also because they everyone believed he had the tools to be a good hitter. He'd just never been able to put it together there. And like Phillies deserve a ton of credit for that. It, it's, um, I mean, this could go down as Dombrowski's like best trade with the Phillies. If, if this guy, if I said could, if this guy like continues to, to develop and turn into like what people thought he could be, like it's phenomenal. It's a really, really amazing move. And it's probably the biggest question. There's other, but, but one of the biggest questions heading into the deadline is how much they, truly believe in Christian Pache yeah. and Cameron because and, and it's honestly it, it's 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 a lot like a lot of the decisions that they made in the in the oh five oh six oh seven range where they moved on from Roland for Victorino they moved on from Jeff Jenkins for Jason Worth they moved on from Jim Tomei for Ryan Howard um like there's th- this is it could be one of those critical decision points where how much do you truly believe in them to where you're maybe not going and investing so much assets to get another bat because you believe that much in Christian Pache's development. And you believe that the center field left field kind of defensive dynamic adds more, um, you know, adds more value from that standpoint. Um, because it, like, I don't know if, it's, if a ball's going to fall in, but it's, it's just going to be really interesting of, of seeing how m- much they truly believe in this Christian Pache at the plate thing, because it could affect their whole deadline plan. 
Yeah, no, it really could. But I mean, like, I I think like the thing that affects it first and foremost is the the Harper thing. You know, we're well, all yeah, just kind of taking yeah. for granted. But I mean, like, he just got hit in the elbow. Who knows when he'll actually be playing in the field? But yeah, look, it certainly could if they believe that he is is that far advanced. And look. I don't expect Pache to continue to hit 330 all season or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like like this is their we see this all the time where guys figure it out and then they get adjusted to and then they struggle again and then they figure it out again or don't or whatever. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, like early results obviously are, are just unbelievable with Pache. All right, take back in a second first. Shout out to the Miller Light uh, bar of the week. We love Miller Light. Miller Light, of course. Miller Light fulfills wins. Uh, Miller Light just consistently. Um, you know, well, they always perform, James. They well, always. I was about to say, yeah. you, when you think of Miller Lite, you think of of good Phillies baseball. You think of wins. You think of of, of turning seasons around. So, um, also, I mean, a uh, uh, bar of the week, uh, coincidentally, also a, a a performer and a legendary bar and a winner, Chicky and Pizza Packer Ave, a place oh, nice. I spent a ton of time at. Uh, our Miller Lite Bar of the Week is Chicken Pizza Packer Ave. It's a great place in South Philly. Uh, you can watch all the Phillies games. Four dollar Miller Lite pint specials. $5 lining Kugel summer shandies. Got it. Go to chickenpeats.com. We love Pete. Chicken Pizza is an awesome place. Of course, the crap fries, all the good stuff. So check them out. Miller Light Bar of the Week. All right, Fritzy, uh, let's get to the take bag, my friend. And and again, uh, I'll set it up and he'll mention it again, I'm sure. But, but don't forget the draft. Jack will be on while I am fast asleep. Excited to find out what happened and listen to Jack on the way in. But Jack will be up with you guys talking after the draft uh, with with uh, for, for the, the draft sickos like him. Uh, he's going to be there for you. So, uh, all right. Take back. Um, painter thing was kind of I I don't really know what to do with the painter thing. I have no idea. All I'll say is we're not seeing him this season. I think we can feel super confident about that. Maybe September. Ooh, wow. Well, I mean, but if it, it, we'll see, we'll see how big this the setback is. But if it's showing healing, then like, what are we doing here? You know, I mean, I like it. I like it. So we'll see. Um, again, there's there, there's so many interesting factors heading into the deadline. I mean, three off the top of my head: Painter, Harper at first, and Pache's development. Yeah, it's a great point. Great point. Well, and Nola. <laughs> you know, yeah, we wow. could we could do all that. Um. Mick Abel and uh, Justin Crawford of the the futures game. Dude, Mick Abel looks like yeah, nasty, yeah, nasty. Buddy. So that was exciting. Um, I wonder if other teams take notice. Um, but either way, um, I just he, fastball is ninety nine. Ninety nine, buddy. He didn't even throw his. Uh, they didn't even throw a slider, and I think that's like his best pitch. So I mean, he did, but he didn't throw as much as I think he could. Uh, and then Justin Crawford, he. Uh, I mean, he looks pretty confident at the play. Like he very clearly knows how to at least put the bat on the baseball. And then we'll see from there if it's like home runs, doubles, or if he's just going to be a single hitter. But regardless, I thought the fact that he didn't look overmatched, I thought was good for an yeah, 18 year old. Totally. He's facing like 97 from the left yeah. side. too. So. And again, like he has all the physical ability in the world. He just, you know, if he could start lifting the ball, like that, the, the frame, the whole thing, like there's a, there's a ton of upside in that kid. Yep. Um, dude, he's playing better. He's hitting some home runs. I just, I just, I, I'm so disappointed in Trey. Like, I'm just, I'm just disappointed. Like, he, like, he's in the defense again. Like, it's like a, every once in a while, it just started, like, you know, obviously we know about the offensive slumps, but it feels like he keeps reverting back to this where he's like, 
not fielding balls cleanly and booting things and all that, man. It's like, it's very strange. And it's like, it's almost, unless he's hitting a home run, it feels like there's no hard contact. Oh, it's like, just like the it, weak singles, like the little single to right, single to right center, you know, whatever. And like last year, I still believed in Cassianos, the offensive player. I just, I don't know if I'm there with Trey. I really, oh, good. like, I just, I, it's a very it, uplifting thing to hear. Well, it's just, it just doesn't look. I mean, he doesn't look as bad as Cassie looked last year for what it's Cassie worth. chased it way more. Yeah, Cassie, I, I agree. Cassie looked lost the play. Trey doesn't look lost. He just looks like more feeble than he used to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really the feebleness for yeah, me, I, I think. I get it. Trust me. But remember how feeble Nick was, too. When he put the ball on the bat, it was the similar type of contact. So. Yeah. I, I just I mean, at least Trey's hitting home runs. You remember Nick decided not to do that for like months at a time or whatever. So, well, now he's an all star. So, no, exactly. So I'm saying don't give up on our guy yet. Not like, giving yeah. up on but, Trey but at all. I, I like that. Look, I'm I'm disappointed. too. Like, there's no question that first, you know, obviously we know it's a little more than half, but the, the halfway, you know, the all star break first half of the season of his Phillies career has been a massive disappointment. There's no other way to spin it. Yeah. Um. I got to be honest, the Alvarado thing feels like what they did last year, where it was just like, we're, we got an extended time off right now, and we'll see after two series. I don't, I gotta, yeah, I I don't think it's a massive cause for concern. I think it's just well, like... He hasn't looked he hasn't looked quite the same since coming back from that first you know hiatus injury that he had. Like, he hasn't. He's been fine, but he's not been... You know, when he got hurt, he was the best reliever in baseball. He looked absolutely unhittable. Like, we didn't see that guy as much when he came back. He had moments, but certainly not, you know... Certainly not the same guy. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I just think that they, this is one of those times to, to get them right and get them healthy. Um, what if I told you that there was a player in AAA that over his last 28 games was batting 330 with an OPS over a thousand that can play second, short, third, Ooh. center field. Oh, I know uh, where you're going with this. I, I think we. So Scott Kidd's also been good, huh? He's also he's the eleventh highest. He's also the eleventh highest play, paid player on the team. He's been uh, good, huh? So I, I've not been following Scotty at all. I feel like at all. no one's been following this guy. I Kidd. had no clue. Three thirty with an OPS over a thousand numbers. I mean, those are phenomenal numbers. I mean, that's in his last last twenty eight games, and my biggest. Another one of the key decision points they are going to have to have is how much do we value the good clubhouse and vibes guys like a Josh Harrison, mm-hmm. where it's like maybe Scott Kingery is a better option. But I does mean, look, Josh, Josh Harrison, Harrison? I don't think any Phillies fan you know is going to be sad if Josh Harrison is. No I know, but he's team. like a great dude. Seems and, like it, Jay. Hey, buddy. And I think everyone loves him. And he, he made some sick plays at third in the game like a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, he has he has but, some flashes. He has some moments where you're like, oh, there's that guy. I mean, he was a really good. He's had a great career. Like for, for his talent level and his abilities, like he's really had a really nice career. But, you know, he just looks old out there, man. He just looks like he didn't have it anymore for the majority of the time, at least. And there's there's 100% a part of me that is is starting to dream about a Scott Kingery like resurgence. Oh, what a story it would be, it right? Would, dude, it would be a great story. It It'd be a great be, story. A, there's no doubt it would be a great story. Get Jetpacks back, man. Get Jetpacks yeah. back up here. <laughs> now they would have to create a 40-man spot for him, but regardless, it's not that hard, I don't think. Um, 
So uh, I never, I, I've just, I guess I've just noticed this last like maybe because I'm a dad now and I'm I'm uh, approaching thirty and maybe I've just matured a little bit. Oh, that's probably what it is. But do you find it like? Do you find it as funny as as I do that we as a baseball community encourage managers to go like? It, like verbally assault the umpires, uh, <laughs> like it's such a fun. Like if that was any other job, you'd be like talking to HR, and uh, and the fact that like dude David Ross came out today and was like you bleeping suck, oh, and it's great. just like what is this? Yeah. Well, it's any of this so- stuff if you translate it to you know again the fact that the manager wears a uniform is so weird like that's such a weird thing that all of them and i like, dude i i why? love watching They're not playing. I, like what are we doing i love watching managers get thrown out oh it's the like they they're so mean to umpires yeah, and yeah. umpires are just supposed to sit there and take it yeah. and it's just like wh- when did this become like Acceptable a thing in a place of work yeah <laughs> Good Dude, it's so, it's so Good funny. Good day. It's the only way I watch. I, I watch ejections now. Is like imagine this happening anywhere else, and and, and it getting cheered. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, speaking of another thought I had like that, like when the eighteen eighty eight team was was win or eighteen nine whatever was winning eighty eight. I think it was 12, twelve straight road games. Like. Were they traveling on train? No, yeah, no. They were traveling like down the street, probably. Like it was like probably, who were they know, playing? Yeah. Or like a like, bus, uh, a quick. But like if they had to go an hour, if, an hour, if they had to go play St. Louis or whatever, I mean that would take, take them a days. Bus. Yeah, uh, there was no yeah. buses in eighteen eighty-eight. Oh yeah, eight. You're right. Eighteen eighty-eight. There were no buses. Um, I mean, no buses. There was definitely like yeah, carriages or like well, trains yeah. had. Trains had to trains be. Trains were right? definitely around. Trains were a hundred percent around. So you take trains. I'm just thinking for like local stuff. You know? Well, how early were cars? This is showing Dude. our, our what was, the, was the first car the Model T? No, that was the first mass produced car. Uh, how when was early? the first car? Yeah. 1871 1866 ah so there were so maybe there were buses in 1888 no way dude let's find out when Uh, was the first bus this is riveting podcasting right here (laughs) this is good steam back so the 20th century like the 1930s that's too early 1878 first city to city automobile race was in 1878 so that's okay All right, maybe I'll, maybe I give the eighteen eighty eight fails more credit. But yeah, I think if they, they had a, they were bussing around, buddy, early buses, maybe. Or, you know. No, they're they probably <laughs> training, and, and if they were training, like there's no way they could have a three game series and then get on a train to wherever, and they're there the next day. Like he probably had to have what, like three days off in between. I don't know. I don't know. Not three days for a train ride. I mean, I guess to like St. Louis. I mean, it wouldn't take that long to get to. Ah, it's probably a day. Maybe it's it takes like a day to go takes a day to get to florida like i don't know which is that much further like if to, to get to like the bottom of florida it's probably pretty close in distance i don't know um geography is definitely not my thing so i'm not gonna pretend to know right I just, what else you know, got what else you got it's a good hypothetical i'm happy you brought it to the, to the table i'm sure there are listeners out here listening who absolutely know the correct answer to this stuff and are like Yelling yeah, at their yes, yes, you morons. I agree no, with no. you. We're morons. We know that. Thank you. Um, 
I there is a a a a special place in my heart over the weekend for all the reactions to Segura. You know, oh, like gee. I'm usually I'm usually not one for like. All right, we it get it. Like, yeah, it was, it was it was cool, man. And I, I actually wonder if some of the Marlins players were like, "All right, like enough already, guys. Come on, yeah." But c- clearly, um, clearly was beloved here, and um, and it, it was just it was it was cool seeing everyone get really happy. I even liked like you know seeing Eflin and Segura in the same week. I thought was fun, and and even like when he'd get out, he'd be messing with player like guys and. I don't know. I, I just, I, I thought it was, was cool. The best, man. He was the best. He it just, it, it reaffirmed what we always said that the, New York, the players on the team said that he was like the best teammate and like everyone's excited to see him. And that's why he's the best teammate. Cause he creates relationships and he remembers people and he get, cares about people and all that stuff. Like, um, yeah, it was neat to see. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. Draft tonight. Um, tonight. let's go. Chase so, Davis. You are Chase Davis. And, so what I'm, time? Set up the timing for people. Like, what time does the draft start? If you had to guess what time? Well, Coverage starts at six, but I'm pretty sure it really starts at seven. Okay. Um, and I would so think the Phillies will come on around like ten or something like that, maybe. I would think the Phillies are around nine thirty ten. Okay. Um, and uh, Chase Davis keeps getting mocked to the Phillies. It, it, it keeps being like this is a hundred percent Chase Davis's floor. We think he can. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to go higher, but he he's will not, not get back. Don't get your hopes up too much. I am really trying not to. I am really, really trying not to get my hopes up. It won't, um, it won't happen. But if it does, it'll be a thrill. And um, but other than that, like it, it, a lot of buzz towards Charlie Soto, who I like, but um, and they've had a really good run of success with developing um, high school arms. He reminds me a. Like he has a couple comps for me. Um, he has he reminds me a little bit of Tim Hudson. Mm-hmm. He has a little bit of Granky without the command, and a little bit of Yordano Ventura. Nice, those are some nice comps. Right? It's good. good. Yeah. So you're, you're, uh, you're done guard. I'm going to be uh, watching the draft on pins and needles, Love and it. I uh, I I cannot freaking wait. And I will hop on here and talk for as long as I want because Seltzer will be asleep. You're damn right, pal. Uh, your cells are going to be asleep very soon. Okay. Um, deep breaths. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. Uh, Chase Davis or someone Jack's happy about. Let's let's give Jack a win here. Um, and coming out Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, all-star game at timeout in Huntington Valley. Until then, he's for himself. <laughs>